Welcome to our Digital Disruptor series, where we profile companies and innovations that are set to remake and reshape industries, companies, and the economy. We hope you'll enjoy our interviews and always welcome any comments and suggestions. Hi, this is Ed McGuire, Insights Partner at Momenta with a digital disruptor interview. Today, we have with us Dan Nadav, who is the CEO of EnviroPower, and we're going to dive into what they're doing. I think you'll find it pretty exciting. This is a really a combination of some existing technologies that have been innovated in new ways, but with profound implications for the uh, the, the energy industry and and the grid. And, and I think when you hear about it, you'll uh, you'll you'll be just as intrigued as I was. So, Dan, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me, Ed. Thanks so much, and good morning. Good morning to you, and good morning to everyone. Terrific. So, first, uh, would like could you provide just a, a just a quick uh, look at your background and and what brought you to start uh, EnviroPower? Yeah, that's a great question to start with. So I'm uh, an old-timer, almost you can say, uh, in the energy world. Uh, all my career world is in energy, and specifically in distributed uh, generation. Uh, there are technologies, uh, geothermal, uh, heat recovery, wind. And the last uh, few years, I've been uh, fascinated by this concept called micro-co-generation or micro-CHP, and that's where... I dedicate my career uh, to EnviroPower. I came from that industry, understanding, or I would say with a deep understanding that this is such a unique technology, such, such a revolutionary design that it can really change everything, bringing two major worlds, the world of heating and the world of electricity, the, the two major worlds of uh, energy that we have today, together in a very, very efficient and effective way. Could you talk about the, you know, the business problem that, sh- that you're addressing and, and, you know, what's the, what's really the backdrop in the industry that you're, uh, y- you know, that, that, that's brought you to, uh, to, to start this company? Oh, absolutely. So I, I think that what we see in the last decade or two is a major uh, transition uh, in the energy world. Uh, so big that there are a few who would call it the rev- or compare it to the revolution of the internet itself. Uh, it's a change, a shift from centralized generation and into distributed uh, generation. It's a huge ch- a change that actually brings a lot of benefits, or at least potentially can bring huge benefits to us, basically society. Uh, we can save billions of dollars with this change on infrastructure. Uh, we can empower consumers to choose their own source of electricity and more, probably the most important element, we will come with this change from generation into distributed, greener and cleaner in the way we actually use uh, the energy sources that are available for us. But as any other large transition, this transition also comes with challenges. And right now, one of the challenges of this transition is unprecedented price increase in the price of retail electricity. And on the other end, basically, somewhat related to this transition, is a spike, a continuous spike in the number of outages that this country experienced, electric outages. 
And that leaves consumers with the need or to look into more affordable, more reliable sources of electricity, sources of energy. In today's market, if you look at that, the choices are quite poor. Uh, you have backup generators that consumer can buy or home-based batteries. But both solutions are quite expensive and most of the time comes with, I would say, miserable economics. Now, there is another solution, which I obviously already mentioned. It's called micro-cogeneration. It's the novel idea of integrating into one home-based device, basically the capacity to generate electricity and produce heat very, very efficiently. And when you do that, you can potentially empower millions of consumers to generate their own inexpensive electricity. You can empower millions of consumers to enjoy backup power at their own homes and businesses. And you can also help the grid operator to absorb more renewable uh, electricity into the grid. So this is the industry we're in. This is what inspires us. It's micro cogeneration, a very elegant solution to basically bring the cost of electricity down and allow affordable and reliable electricity for pretty much 50 million homes just here in the U.S. So let's talk about your technology. Uh, you know, what, what have you developed and how, how does it work? Yeah, fantastic. So before I go to the unique design, I go deeper into the unique design of the EnviroPower SmartWatt Boiler. That's the name of our product. Um, I'll actually take a step back and, and talk about uh, the, um, the fascinating positioning of uh, the product itself. Uh, what's so unique about the product beyond just the technology, it's unique, it's unique position in the market. Think about that. There are millions of consumers who can enjoy micro CHP in order to lower their utility bills, in order to have backup power at their homes. Those millions of consumers are naturally replacing their older heating systems at the rate of 4.5 million heating systems per year. And that's what makes us so unique because as opposed to any other micro CHP solution in the market, we are truly designed as a drop-in replacement to regular heating systems. While probably any other micro CHP solution in the market comes as an addition to a heating system, we design, that's our mantra, that's our, this is our uh, core design philosophy, whatever we design, with our micro CHP technology is designed to completely replace regular heating systems, to directly compete with regular heating systems. So the consumer will have now a choice to either replace their older system with a regular heating system or with a system, as we call it, that comes with a power plant inside. And we compete with this unique design against regular heating systems on price, on functionality, and on maintenance. So basically, it's literally a drop in replacements for heating systems. The way it works, and that's where most of our patents are, so pretty much any boiler starts with a fuel train where you mix air and fuel together, and that goes into a burner. And so far, just describing a boiler. Then you have a coil of, uh, a coil of hot water wrapped around the burner to absorb the heat from the burner. And again, I'm still describing a regular boiler, traditional boiler. And now with the unique element, and we call it the dual combustion chamber, is that between the burner 
and the hot water coil, we introduce another coil. That's our main patent. And this coil, this inner coil closer to the burner is where we actually produce steam on demand, another patent that we have, a pending patent that we have. So we are capable to take a little bit of the heat from that burner and generate steam on demand that then expands into a very small, inexpensive radial steam microturbine. This turbine obviously is connected to a generator and that's how we generate heat. We need then obviously to condense back the steam into liquid water. And we do that in another heat exchanger where the steam is condensed back to liquid water by meeting the water, the return water from your home coming and streaming into the boiler colder than when they left the boiler and absorbing the heat from the steam, condensing it back, and then go back to the boiler. And that's how we achieve 95% overall efficiency or the highest efficiency that you see in this type of product category. Now, can this technology be used as a primary source of electricity or as, as a, uh, you know, as I guess, as you've described as cogeneration source, uh, how does it work within ex an existing grid or, or an existing setup uh, that, you know, with, with a utility? It would work very similar, if not identical, to solar PV. Uh, basically, we hook uh, the electricity through an inverter uh, into uh, the home or the grid, and you either use the electrons that we generate at your home to completely, completely displace the electricity that you otherwise buy from the grid, or you basically, if you have need metering or can come uh, or do it on the wholesale prices, you can actually deliver the electricity to the grid. But all in all, the product we currently have in the market and other products that we are considering, the idea is actually to replace um, basically electricity coming from the grid and feed your home directly, making the home almost independent as long as you use the heat. So uh, through models that we have, uh, we can show that during the winter months, you actually can take your electric bills down to zero because everything that you would need, all your electric load will be served by the unit while heating your home or heating your building. Let's talk about the uh, the return on investment and, and the economics of your approach. I mean, how would this uh, apply? I mean, if you could compare and contrast the uh, the return, say for uh, you know, people that are based in the in the Northeast U.S., where they're in in the winters, of course, things get uh, get pretty cold. But but there there's certainly some opportunities to. Uh, multi-purpose uh, an existing boiler, and and how would this mm -hmm. be applied in in California, for instance, where you don't necessarily have uh, cold weather, but the, uh, the the cost of electricity can be very high. A, a great question. So when you actually uh, position to replace other regular boilers as a micro CHP, as a unit that has basically capacity to generate electricity while producing heat, if you do replace regular boilers. The meaning, uh, it has deeper economic meaning. And I'll return this uh, in a question to you. What is the return on investment of your boiler? It's well, I, because yeah, exactly, yeah. You, we do not buy boilers for, as, uh, as investment. We buy boilers or heating systems as a necessity. 
right? Uh, for example, if you buy solar panels or if you buy Tesla Powerwall, you will count, count every penny against the savings that you are making. But not with boilers. Boilers are, in, are basically a necessity, not an investment, which means that if you ever uh, consider any return, it will be on the premium. In our case, it's a very small premium. Now, regarding how to make money, how to actually still pay back that premium, there are two ways, uh, basically, of functionalities for a heating system, either domestic hot water or space heating. Now, when it comes to domestic hot water, geography does not have any meaning. Why? Because I call domestic hot water the mother of baseload. Washing machines, dishwashers, even showers that we take are completely agnostic to the temperature outside. Washing machine would operate the same way with it when it's 100, uh, 100 degrees out there in July or minus 10 uh, in, in January. Therefore, it's a continuous usage through the day. Now, in places where there is high demand for hot water, which is, the, which is I would say, the bigger market is the market of multifamily residential uh, building, which is the product that we build or the market for which we build the, our first product, then whether it's in California, Alaska, or New York, those machines will work continuously day in, day out. Just to give an idea about the savings, every hour uh, the smartwatch boiler operates in New York, it will save the landlord or the homeowner uh, around $1.2 per hour. If it's a large building, say 50 families, 100 families, those units will almost never shut down. So we are talking about massive amounts of hours every year, five, 6,000, and savings that approaching $10,000 a year. Now, the other solution is space heating, and then therefore you're right. Obviously, in a place like Alaska, where winter lasts eight months, uh, the savings from the machine operating longer hours would be more significant than if you're just aiming on space heating and compare it, for example, to California. So how would you compare this, for instance, to uh, on, on the utility side, uh, the ability to have microcode generation as an alternative to demand response? Is, is this does uh, what are what are the benefits of this approach versus having say connected thermostats that that might uh, that might turn up the the, uh, the the temperature on an air conditioning setting, for instance? So there are many uh, approaches to demand response, and I don't think that it, which is a great concept, and I don't think that there are there is any specific technology that you know could actually uh, live by itself. It's always a network of various technologies, and, and there are many viable solutions in the market. What makes us, us very unique is that we are very active, or if you can say proactive device. It's not about just shutting down a device, making some discomfort to the home or the homeowner or the owner of hotel, whatever it is. It is actually a very proactive approach, and I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, I use actually California for that matter. I think that the time of using California shifting from midday to evening time actually uh, could play uh, a major role in the integration of micro CHP in the smartwatch boiler as part of the demand response of that specific state. But I think this trend actually 
probably we're going to see in other states as well. So now the shift of time of use, the time where people are pay, but paying much more for electricity in California, it could go as high as 45 cents per kilowatt hour, has shifted from 12, 1, 3 p.m. into more like 5, 6, and 7 p.m. What happens in 5, 6, 7 p.m. in the evening almost every day? People are coming back home, showers are being taken, washing machine dishwashers are being operated. That's the natural occurring of operating a micro CHP. And when you do that, the natural result is to have basically a reduction, significant reduction in the load on the grid itself, savings on the consumer's end, because consumers now generating their own electricity when they need hot water, which is exactly the time where the grid is actually peaking and become very expensive in generating its extra kilowatts. Great. Now, could you talk about you know, where you are with the, uh, you know, with the company? I mean, how far along are you guys right now? And uh, in, in terms of what, uh, what customers you're initially looking at, uh, you know, how, where, where are you guys in kind of in the process of, uh, of, of launching? So the customers that we have right now, or at least customers that are waiting to receive their um, their units, are basically divided into three tiers, which is also the three tiers that we are about to serve as our core go-to-market strategy. Um, the first one is the traditional heating system value chain. Because we are first and foremost a fully functional boiler with a similar price to other boilers, we can play very, very well in the existing uh, value chain of heating systems. So, uh, you know, on our customers list, we have distributors of heating systems. We have large HVAC and ESCO, ESCO companies that are, you know, um, buying our product. And then uh, the other two tiers, I call them our blue ocean strategy. Uh, those are basically channels to the market that are very unique to us, very unique to the micro CHP smartwatch boiler technology because of the generation of electricity element. One is the power utilities that are very interested, that are, you know, some of them are already our buyers waiting uh, to receive uh, products. So power utilities are highly interested in that. We mentioned a few of the reasons, demand side management, uh, virtual uh, power plants. But there's probably another deeper reason, which is, uh, related to their position in the market, their competitive position. You know, many utilities realize that the next big game is distributed generation. And having such a product at your disposal allows them to either increase market share or defend a market share. The last one, which is actually a, a model we already start experiencing with our beta unit, is uh, the model where we actually do not sell the equipment, but sell the kilowatt hour, the electricity that is generated, which is a very compelling uh, model to the end user. Basically, it goes like that. Mr. End user, uh, please take for free a highly efficient brand new boiler. Uh, you don't even need to pay for the maintenance because we will do so. We just ask you for one thing. Sign with us a 15-year power purchase agreement, a 10% discount, um, um, related to a 10% discount against what you pay for the utility. No, that's pretty com compelling. 
that's that's a great overview, Dan. And uh, I, I guess with that, are, you know, are there any other kind of final thoughts or 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 you know key points that we haven't covered so far in our in our conversation? I would say that obviously we are still a young company. Uh, we are looking uh, to basically increase our operation in the next uh, 24 months. Uh, we are still uh, basically in the startup state, stage, and that means that we're always looking for uh, investment, investors. Uh, we are now uh, completed arrays that allow us to b- literally bring uh, a functional, fully functional unit into the field in a real-world environment, and we are uh, now started raising our Series A, which is a $4 million raise to complete the design for manufacturing of the product and putting additional 20 units in the field as a beta uh, program. In other words, bring us to the point where we can start scaling up. Dan, that's terrific. And again, uh, this is uh, Ed McGuire, Insights Partner at Momenta, speaking with Dan Nadav, uh, CEO of EnviroPower. Dan, thanks so much for sharing the story. It's, It's pretty exciting. And thanks so much for your time and thanks so much for the listeners. Have a great day. Terrific. This is Ed McGuire, Insights Partner at Momentum Partners, and we thank you for listening to our Digital Disruptor series of interviews. For further information, please check the show notes as well as our website for more information on the innovations and innovators profiled here. And as always, we welcome your comments and suggestions. 